The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to broadcast your first dates on Instagram Live? Well, wonder no more. Today, we're going to hear a story about doing just that. I'm Sarah Wendell. I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring a love story to your ears every single day. met someone that you dated through social media that wasn't a dating app? No. <laughs> and I think I think for me that would be weird because I use social media for my work. You know like what? It's, I it's, I do too and obviously I'm not dating anybody because I'm married, but I love hearing about how people meet through social media. Yeah. Because I've definitely made friends through social media. Oh, I've made tons of friends through social media. Um I think the nature of the genre that we're in. We I, I don't have a lot of contact with men, for one, because if if they are readers, then they are either very respectful and kind and wouldn't dream of sliding in my DMs, which I appreciate very much, or they're kind of the opposite. So I don't really want to date them. I think you're right, though. It's It's like a very weird genre to write in because if you're if you're looking for love in it it's it's a little bit um a little bit tough tough to yeah. do that 
So your social media being so very firmly located in romance limits the amount of... I think it limited the amount of interaction I would have with potential suitors. Dateable, dateable people that you were Dateable men, yeah, for sure. Makes sense, makes sense. I'm not saying I was closed off to it or anything. I think it's... It's it's a little odd when it's it's under my writing name and yeah. and I talk a lot about my writing and you know it, it's part of my whole online presence is being a romance author so it's it's a little complicated for me if I was just like an influencer or if I was just a comedian or you know like something in another world or in another genre I think it would be yeah. a little different. And in some ways, you know, I think for comedians, they come up with a, a comedy persona from which they're performing. Right. There's a consistent sort of message or narrative that they're talking about. And right. you also have a narrative for yourself mm-hmm. under your pen name. Yeah, I do. And but a lot of it is tied up in my writing, I think. Of course. Yeah. That makes a lot so. of sense. Because I know some writers have two social media accounts, one for their writing world and then one for their real world, like their their personal mm, life. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't. I don't really do that. It would be too much to to keep track of, but uh, I appreciate people who can (laughs) juggle multiple social media accounts. I was not that smart to pick a pseudonym using my own name. (laughs) So, yeah. So you're just you. I'm just me. I mean, I I am very authentic, I think, on on my social media, even though it's under my pen name. Like, it's it's very much me, but it's it's a different – it's just a little awkward, I think, if, if I'm looking at it in terms of dating someone from it. Well, it's also because when you create your persona and you create your pen name, it is still you, but it's a portion mm. of you and it's a persona of you. And right. dating you is all of you, right? right? Like being someone's partner is not a persona. That's your right. real life. And right. especially with visual forms of social media, I think it's more and more common to create a persona. Mm. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a it's a slice of you. It's a portion of you. It's not all of yeah. you. Social media is like, weird. No one wants to know about all my neuroses on social media. I mean, we'd be here all <laughs> I mean, week. I put I put a lot of mine out there, but yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> well, today we have a very special guest who did use social media for dating in a very unconventional way. Comedian Alyssa Sabo is joining us today, and Alyssa decided to find love using Instagram prom dresses and being very vulnerable in a very public space. Welcome, Alyssa. Hey, everybody. Alyssa, you went viral for going on blind dates with people on Instagram Live. I love absolutely everything about this, and I'm going to ask you to please tell me everything. This is amazing. First of all, I'm flattered that you said I went viral. I don't know, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't quite like Huffington Post, Good Morning America viral. I thought it should have been, but Sarah and Alicia, I am a huge fan of you both and I am so excited to tell my weird story with you guys. I cannot wait to talk with you. So, I was restless and I was looking for love and I was also looking for an opportunity to entertain people on Instagram live. So I took to the dating apps, Hinge, God bless Hinge, and I set a prompt and I said, who wants to go on a first date with me on Instagram Live? That was my whole profile was just like, come on, it'll be fun. And I got some matches. So I think what happened was I was like, you know what would be hilarious? What if I went on Instagram Live and asked one of my hinge matches to go on a first date with me. Wouldn't that be so funny? <laughs> you know, and I was just kind of like, it was like nothing that I ever thought would happen. And my my friend was like, wait, 
yeah, you should do that. And I think I was just like, okay, maybe, you know, so I changed all my prompts on Hinge and I changed everything that was just like, describe a perfect date. And it was like, me and you on my Instagram live. <laughs> what do you say, buddy? <laughs> so then I started getting, I actually started getting a lot of people responding and not necessarily people being like, yes, please, I want to do it. But people like, are you joking? What is this? Ha ha. You know, they kind of, it was like a fun icebreaker. They were like, this is a very interesting thing. So yeah, so I remember the first guy that agreed to do it. I was so pumped. I started promoting it, you know, to my fans. And I was like, this, you know, this is happening. And he ghosted me. So I was like, oh my gosh. So then I found somebody who was down, you know, and I kind of laid it out there. I was like, I i don't know what I'm going to be doing. Like, I might be being a heightened version of myself. I don't know. But thank you for doing it. It'll be fun nonetheless, you know, and, and worst case scenario, it's not fun. Best case scenario, we end up getting married. <laughs> We did it. And the first episode, this guy, he was like outside walking around. I came in a formal gown. Like I took it very seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I looked like pretty in pink, you know, and I was ready. I did my makeup intense. I was ready. I had lighting. You know, I had everything. I had a LaCroix. It matched my dress. And so he's like walking around, you know, and comments start flying in. People are like, oh my gosh, Lisa, like you look so amazing. What's this guy doing? He's walking around, you know, and they're saying really nice stuff to me. And then they're saying red flag anytime he says something. And I'm like, oh my gosh, having my friends and people that love me here on this date with me, it gave me so much like weird confidence. But I was definitely kind of like, what is like, what do you want? You know, what's your goals? Are you looking to settle down? I'm looking for a husband. I am not messing around here. Mm -hmm. I was definitely I don't know if I would have necessarily done that had we been face to face and hundreds of people weren't watching, you know, but he was really he was a good sport. But I never heard from him again after that. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. (laughs) Was there a second date? (laughs) Absolutely not a second date. Like, we texted a little bit after. I was like, thank you so much. If you want to FaceTime normally, you know what I mean? Because that was obviously weird. But it was so fun. Are you okay? You know, and he was like, oh, that was a blast. He was very positive about it. But then I think... I think maybe just it like did something to him because then, yeah, never heard from him again. Yeah, you you brought your A game and he brought like a C minus. Yeah. I mean, I was just glad that he showed up. Yeah, no, that is. But that is just like dating in a nutshell, isn't it? Because I yeah. felt like whenever I would go on first dates, I would take like an hour, get oh, yeah. ready, do my hair, do my makeup. And the man would just like roll out the door. Yeah. Without, like pick up his car keys and it was, leave. It was such a, yes, he was wearing athletic gym shorts. Yeah. And everybody was like, really? And you know. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what happened next. Okay. So after that, I was like, wow, I was so nervous doing that. And it made me feel alive, which I hadn't felt alive in a long time. It was like this weird combination of my love of performing. And then also, I love love. And I am, I would call myself a bit of a romance addict. And then the response I got from like friends and people that watch and even just like strangers DMing me being like, I'm obsessed. But I I don't know, I became kind of like addicted. So then I went back on Hinge and was trying to get another sucker, I guess. <laughs> like, 
Which is a great way to yeah. think about your potential suitors. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, but honestly, like in my mind, I was like, can you literally imagine like how incredible it would be if I did end up with the guy and I have it recorded, our first ever interaction. You weren't doing it for clout. You were doing it for... Maybe like 40% cloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but not majority cloud. You were actually thinking like... Yeah, I would say 40% cloud, 60% personal growth. You were like, oh, I can show this video to my grandkids exactly. and say, look at grandma and grandpa. And look, and grandma date. got a bigger following. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at the numbers that went up. So you just pull out your stats along with the video yeah. and you show it off to your grandkids. I totally understand that. Very much so. Okay, we're going to take a beat. Go have a sip of water, coffee, wine, whatever you need. We'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave. And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy, reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what, how many of these did you go on? Like how many dates total? So I did four total. Okay. The other one I went on, what you could tell he was just wanted to be on and really wasn't interested in getting to know me. Mm -hmm. I can understand how that would happen, but it really, I think that one was really weird and jarring. Mm -hmm. You, you definitely, you definitely need to know the difference between having a conversation and delivering a monologue. Yes. Those are two different things. Especially on the live. Yeah. And so many people that, and that was the other thing too, like, not only was I sad that it was going bad, but then I was like, oh no, is this interesting to watch? You know what I mean? Because I knew that like he wasn't, we weren't going to be a match. And everybody was saying like, wow, like people were like, are you okay? After that, they were like, and they said that it was still interesting to watch because they said it was like I was watching myself on a first date. It was, it like yeah. was very hard to watch, but it was interesting. <laughs> and you know, that guy, he was just kind of like, ugh, you know, he was not interested in getting to know me and um, that's fine. That one, you know, then I never really heard from him again. What a shame. <laughs> Still on Hinge. And I like it's growing. With each episode, we were getting more followers and people were enjoying it. I had people DMing me like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, when's the next one? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so intrigued by your journey. People were telling me they would put it on their TVs with their friends and family. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it, and it was like a big event. They were like, it's like, like the a bachelor, spectator sport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that made me feel good, you know, because I was like, oh, that's cool. So then I matched with this guy on Hinge on like Christmas morning. And at this point, I am like no longer interested in finding love. I am interested in like selling a show. <laughs> And I'm like, I think this is it. You know, people are telling me they're like, this is it, Alyssa. Like, you're you're so interesting to watch. These first dates are great. You got to keep doing it. So at this point, I hope I don't find love because I want to keep doing these, you know. So I match with this guy and I'm like, oh, you know, and he's like, oh, why are you trying to scare everybody away with this Instagram live? And I'm like, Haha, so you're in. When can you do it? I have here are my openings. And he's like, you know, I think like I, I love that you're doing that. I think that's so funny and you're an interesting person, but I'd rather get to know you like a more normal way. And I'm like, actually, like I gave up dating. And he was like, okay, cool. Do you want to grab a cup of coffee? (laughs) 
And at this point, the world was opening up. We were getting vaccinated. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll get a cup of coffee with you. You know, and I was just like, whatever. Like, maybe this will be my friend. And then sure enough, we went on a walk and got a cup of coffee. And that was it. Like, I think like at that on that walk, I was like, yeah, this is this is my guy. I think he just like knows who he is and isn't trying to like prove himself and knows how to be around a smart, funny woman and like isn't freaked out. So that was it. Like, I think like still, I think all of that Instagram live stuff did work in a way to bring me to him, to bring us to each other. That's so nice. Oh my gosh. And you've been together now for how long? It'll be like nine months or what? I don't know. Ten months. Oh, my gosh. And has he ever been on your social media or has yeah. he? Yeah. And I think it's funny because people still DM me and they're like, hey, what's going on with your love life? <laughs> you know, they're like, are you going to go on any more Instagram live dates? And like, I got a guy. I got a boyfriend. I don't need to do that anymore. And they're like, yeah. can you no still need. do it? Like people still want, you know, and I'm like. They're like, can you have him go on? I'm like, no, I think we like to go on normal dates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did your family think about all of this? So my family, they're not as like online as I am. One time my grandma and my mom, they don't necessarily like know how to work Instagram live, but I saw them in there. You know, it was like my mom's Instagram handle is like Jen mom. And I was like, my mom's here. <laughs> I was like, my mom's watching this. As far as, you know, my family, they've always been very, like, supportive of me, but they know that, like, what's Alyssa doing, you know? And and they, they can't really stop me from doing it, but I think they appreciate it, but they're also just like, huh? So, Alyssa, before you go, we actually have a little surprise for you. Please welcome your mom. Hello, Jen. Hi, how are you? Oh my god. So good. Thank you so much for joining us. Alyssa is delighted. It's <laughs> I'm you. cracking up. So Jen, we were just talking to Alyssa about this Instagram live business that she had running. And what a great story it is and, and how she met her boyfriend. So what did you think about this? Let's hear it straight from you. I think Alyssa didn't tell me until she was probably on like the second or third. (laughs) I know she did not want me watching, but I found out, of course, I chimed in there and I'm like, it was a lot for me to, you know, not say what I really thought because (laughs) I mean... I don't usually get listened to anyway, but I still have an opinion. So, oh please, mother! <laughs> oh, I don't get listened to. Of course, I listen to you. Uh, of course, um, yeah. So, Alyssa doing that kind of dating, I feel like her peers were giving her solid advice. Did you did you think anything of the suitors that you did see? Did you think you know, like, oh, this this guy's no? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I saw I was not exactly, I wouldn't call, I wasn't impressed. Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, you know, you're my daughter, Alyssa, so I feel like I have a standard that's probably way higher than what yours is for yourself. (laughs) That's true. You, my mom has always been very, like, every guy I've ever dated that she's met, and then, like, whenever I, you know, would end it or it would end, she she was always like, yeah, I'm glad. He was not right for you. Like, 
And but I have a feeling that with my current boyfriend, I have a feeling you don't feel that way about him. Like I don't think I can I can't ever see you being like, you know, if we break up, I can't ever see you being like, yeah, he wasn't right. Cause I you love him. Vince, <laughs> a precious soul, and I feel like they kind of you know, it just takes time and they'll click, but don't ever settle. You know, follow your instincts. And when you feel something's wrong, it's probably wrong. So get the heck out. (laughs) Very wise words. That was good advice. Yeah. I love you, Alyssa, baby. Love you. Thank you so much for coming up. (laughs) Alyssa, if people would like to find you in as very well, they should, because you are amazing. Where can they find you on the internet? Oh my gosh, thank you. Yes, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, you know, and TikTok. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at Alyssa underscore Sabo. And then TikTok, there's no underscore. But yeah, I post weird stuff. I do a lot of like, I read my old Christian journals. I like to kind of be very like, you know, out in the open online. I'm, I share, I probably share way too much, but it's fun. Fantastic. And thank you so much for coming on. We really, this was a delight. We just, we adored it. I am absolutely in awe of you and you have inspired me to be so much more brave in everything that I do today. Thank you so much for that. Oh, thank you guys so much. You're going to make, I feel emotional. (laughs) You guys rule. Okay, bye. So for this episode's love to go, I think the honest advice that I have for myself is to be brave and just do it. There's no reason not to just go for it. You have a community around you. You have a community, even if it's just little hearts flying up the side of the screen, you can do it. You have community. Be brave and go do the thing. Yes, I love that. Do you remember those little candy hearts with the sayings on them? Yeah, absolutely. Those little, those little guys. And I think yeah. I think that's our little that's our little to go. We'll put that in everybody's pocket is be brave. We'll write brave. that on the candy heart. Stick be it in brave. your pocket. Take it You're with not you. alone. You've yes. got this. Absolutely. If you have questions, thoughts, or ideas, we would love to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LoveStruckJaylee. And you can leave a review, subscribe, and spread the word so that we can bring more love and joy into everyone's day. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. We wish you a wonderful happily ever after 